Man, I look like butter, I sound like butter. Y'all know the face, y'all know the name. Y'all tuned into the world's greatest podcast. I don't just say this because it sounds good on the intro. I honestly truly believe this is the world's greatest podcast. You're tuned in to talk ain't cheap. Y'all know the face, y'all know the name. It's the most immaculate Cletus World Talk. I got a special guest with me. I don't like introducing people uh-huh. because I feel like I shortchanged them on the intro. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I feel like I just got to let people just be who they are, say who they are, and that's just what it is. So I'm going to let my special guest introduce himself. Man, the way, the way you just introduce yourself, it seems like, like I don't you know what I mean? I got to come with something, <laughs> like, you feel me? But um, it's Holy Mo, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? From Staten Island, New York, Park Hill to be exact, by way of Liberia descent. Yeah. Um, you know Shout out to all my Pekins out there Yeah you man. know Shout out to everybody In the LIB world um, Former pro basketball player Current advocate to the youth mm-hmm. um, You know uh, 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 MC Lyric genius mm-hmm. uh, You know And I'm just out here Doing what I do Respect 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 Uh huh Wow, man! I, see, you talk about how you you on like that, that was, was a, that was a freestyle. Yours was, was kind of you know nah, that was official, bro. That's all you need, bro. You already. So what? What? So first things first. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm blessed and highly favored. That's what's up. That's you a know blessing. It. That's a fact. You know it. So holy mo, man! Uh-huh. This was this was a long time coming. I don't, I don't think you really know, but I knew that we was going. This was going to happen. Right. Whatever's meant to be is going to always happen. That's a fact. That's you a fact. It. That's a fact. So. Talk to me. You from Park Hill uh-huh. by way of Liberia. Mm-hmm. How is that? How, how is was that? how was that for you? Like, you know, growing up, being one from Liberia and then living in Park Hill. Well, to break it down, not to you know, well, to get deep into it or not get deep into it, whatever the case may be. I'm the first. I'm the first member of my family, my family tree to be born in America. Mm. So all my older brothers, older cousins, any older siblings, they was born in Liberia, but I was the first to be born in America. So, you know what I'm saying? I kind of, I would be lying if I said, you know, the transition was crazy. The the most transition as far as I had was as my brothers started to come to America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was just adjusting from being just me and my brother. Now I, now I got four more brothers that's in Liberia. Now I got cousins and, you know what I'm saying? So... There was, I mean, growing up in Park Hill was, I feel like growing up in any in the city, in 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 the world, you know what I'm saying? Struggles, but it's also a beautiful thing as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be the person that I am today without those struggles, without those mm-hmm. ups and them downs, and you know what I'm saying? The things that we went through. So, no, most definitely. Uh-huh. And, and Park Hill is a special place because uh-huh. a lot of people don't know. Uh, I don't want to mess up the percentage, but there's a large population of Liberians. In Park Hill Probably the most in, I, I think yeah. on the east coast Like you guys have Like the most concentration Of Liberians In Park Hill Per capita I think than any other place Yeah no, I, no 100% I gotta look into Them percentages as well But you know During that During the, the war You know what I'm saying Civil war back in Liberia That's where people Was migrating first So right now It's still a huge population But you gotta think When I was 8, 9, 10 It was when Boatloads Like literally Like you know what I'm saying So Definitely Shout out to LIB man Liberia begin yeah, Don't tune bro <laughs> You know what I'm saying I ain't gonna cap I'm, I'm, I'm just recently I didn't know Liberians Had jollof rice bro Nah Where you from again I'm Nigerian Come on son Stop Stop it bro I did We're not, not gonna get into I Like the not, jollof talk we, we, You know I, I We're not gonna, gonna get into it y'all. No 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 It's not about disrespect It's about You know what I'm saying The facts is the facts Well, What's we're the not facts? gonna get into What's it What's the facts bro. 
I know the my facts is Liberian people have the best jollof, brother. Don't tune. It is what it is, man. Listen, every competition I ever went to, it, was, it is what it is, man. We got the best jollof. Let me tell you what it is. Okay, it's good too. Cause I, as, got, as far yeah. as how I see it, right? Uh-huh. Nigerian got the money. Okay. And music. Okay. You know. Um, I feel like, I'm not sure, but I feel like the Ghanaians got the sports. And the, the, dancing. The, the, the dancing. Right now, yeah, they got that. Liberian got the beautiful women and the and the and the best food. And this is just how I see it being a Liberian <laughs> raised in that culture. Nigerian, you know, we jack the the dance moves and the clothing. Yeah, that too. You know, and the clothing, the cloth. Like, you know what I'm saying? All of my all of my African garment comes from Nigeria. My my mom's stylist lives in Nigeria, so I would be lying if I said like all my Fabric comes from Nigeria, mm-hmm. and then you know it's got a, it's got a, it got a, it's got a rich soul in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ghanaian got the dancing, they got the soccer. You know what I'm saying? And NIG got that too. Mm-hmm. But but shout out to but, the Super Eagles, you little vibes, man. But LIB, we got the most beautiful women in the world, and our and our women can cook. I ain't gonna lie, the cassava leaf do go crazy. Come on, the cassava leaf, the palm butter, the tabagi, the potato greens, the jello. <laughs> Yo, we could really talk this talk, my brother. You know, let's let's. Let, I feel like that's a whole different. That's episode. a different. <laughs> that's a different conversation. Because you know what, I ain't gonna cap. I'm uh-huh. really interested in seeing like a real cook off soon, like a real one. I really wanted to host one up, like a real cook off. Please do, and then you know, I feel like you can't have. African people judge it mm. because I ain't gonna hold you uh, uh, somebody that's from the essence from the roots like you know what I'm saying My, when they taste it they're nowhere's from yeah there's something this like very unique with that's each so like an African person like a Nigerian person be like this ain't a Nigerian jello yeah I know it's not and you think it won't get a fair shake it won't get a fair shake from- but if you, if you have let's say Jamaicans Haitians and People from Australia and Europe and mix it up like you guys are the judges. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all don't have that. You There's know, no what bias. We have. There's we no bias yeah. to it. And I feel like every time I see, I seen two, and it was African people judging. It's like you know what you like. You know what you was raised on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for the people that don't know, man, this this Africa this Africa talk. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a different. true thing, but it's, it's all different. love between the. That's countries. a fact. You know it. That's a fact. Uh huh. So. Park Hill raised by 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 way of Liberia, uh-huh. and and know what I, I'm kind of curious because you was, you're a little older than me. Okay, what was that like being like being Liberian in that era when you were growing up? Because I know what it was like when I was Nigerian and nobody was jacking me an African, <laughs> and like I'm the one that they like, yo, you are African booty scratching, you are this and you are that. So I already I already knew what type of time, and that was what that was like. When I was in the era So what was that era like for you? See growing up in Park Hill For me was really Anybody that's familiar with Park Hill Is a long street You got up the block Middle of the block Down the block You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I grew up in the city You know what I'm saying That's actually the building That's right in the middle So I, so I hung down the block With the American kids And then I also hung up the block With the African kids It was like If you didn't know you Like you had to be there It was like 
neighborhoods, beefs, and this, that, and the third. I was yeah. kind of cool with, you know what I'm saying, Africans, Liberians. A lot of times I catch myself sticking up for, like, your boy, chill, we not doing that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I Like, I was, like, in between. But for me, it was a blessing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I played soccer. And mm. I also play basketball. I play football. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And one thing in these in these neighborhoods is if you got a talent, people will protect you. Not saying physically protect mm. you, but it's like they'll look out for the guys with the talent. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, that's that's holy that's holy mo here, boy player. Like, he good. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, like the neighborhood really took care of me. Like, and you know what I'm saying? I had an older brother that was like a basketball star who went to jail, got sentenced, uh uh they're 15 Jesus you know what I'm Christ. saying where it was like when I was coming up it was like nah we can't let this happen to this kid like yeah. I had that same type of talent like you know what I'm saying not to toot my own but it was like uh, a spitting image mm-hmm. me and my brother like you feel me so it was like nah you know what I mean so growing up in Park Hill for me was it was always love it was always love you know what I'm saying that's like I said that's really a big part of why I do what I do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, 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 and who I am today that's 100. So, high school ball, you went to Newtop, right? I went to Newtop High School. What was Newtop basketball like at that time? Because a lot of people don't really get a lot of opportunities in high school, for, especially for when it comes to Staten Island basketball players. Like, Staten Island ball players are super talented, but get zero love. They get zero love. And it's like, for what reason? Because it's not like we don't compete all year round with some of the best, and we don't have, like, the talent. We do have the talent. So, it's kind of like... What like what was high school basketball like for you going to New York? High school high school basketball was one of the the most amazing experiences in my life, and and when it comes to athletics, I wouldn't put it to the top, but it opened the it opened like the gateways to mm-hmm. me, like for my resources that I have today. All right, so let me just break it down. Freshman year, um, I played varsity. At that time, that was not like heard That's of. That's unheard of. Point it was period. no now because today, Tom, especially Staten Island sports is is more common. You know what I'm saying? But when I played, it was four players, and that was the most in history at the time to start on varsity as a freshman. You hmm. know what I'm saying? Two and my best friend at the time was was one of them out of the four. So I played. I had a I had a rough year, but it was a learning experience. By the time I was a sophomore playing basketball in Staten Island. It was like nobody could hold my jock strap. Like nobody could see me. Nobody, like within that summer, and you got to understand from being fourteen to fifteen, fifteen to 16, you really mature fast. Like some some years you may mature a little slower, mm-hmm. other years more. Like you know what I'm saying. So when I became a sophomore, it was like understood around the board. I'm the best point guard on the island hmm. as a sophomore. Like I'm, I'm the best point guard. We won the championship. We won a PSAL. I played against Sebastian Telfair, who was the number one player in the country. I held my own. It was like I'm, I'm the best. I'm the best point guard out here. And this is not no. This is just it, it's it, facts. It, it was, it was what it was. My record junior year. My junior year was like, like local celebrity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying type of thing. Where it's like. Boy, you really got that glow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Senior year, it was the same thing where I just ran through the board. Like, so playing sports out here was like my senior year, I played soccer for for only one year. Like, I didn't play no other year but my senior year. (laughs) And I was an all star. (laughs) Wait, Tyro, so you were so official that your coach was like, yo, you wanna play? Like, he let you just play soccer. So, like I said, being all my family members coming from LIB, so I had an older cousin named Charles. So all his friends graduated his senior year. 
So he was like, yo, cuz, come play soccer. I'm like, well, I don't do that anymore. He like, the team going to be whack. I need some help. I'm like, I bet. I went to go play soccer, and I was like the, the best on the team. Like, I was I was, I was, was an all-star. Not I'm going to say the best on the team, but I was an all-star. I was two mm-hmm. all-stars on that team. I was one of them. And it was like, this is not even my sport. The coach actually was my gym teacher at the time. He's like, Moses, what are you doing here? Like, get out. I'm like, I'm here to try out. Mm-hmm. He ain't believe me end up, you know what I'm saying, being like a co-captain. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. my, my, my my athletics going in high school was really different. I used to have the whole neighborhood pull up with me. Like, we'll go to the games. It'll be like 50 of us. Wow. We'll all be like getting off the bus together. We young boys. I go to Trini Barbershop. Yo, Winnie, let me get a haircut. Well, you know I don't got no bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know I don't got no money. Let me get a haircut. Boy, he like, you got a game today? I'm like, yeah, I got you. That's beautiful. That type of stuff. That's how the neighborhood really treated me at the time. Like, I get to the games with all my friends. It'd be all the 50 of us. We go like, yeah, Mo, go put on a show today. I didn't even understand what was going on until you look back at it. Like, damn. When I got to college a couple years later, it's like, damn, I really can't pull up with the whole neighborhood. And yeah. That's how I was on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was, a, it was a beautiful thing at that time. So how did you handle the success that, like, how did you handle success, but how did you handle, like, maybe the hate that might have came with it? Like, because a lot of people, you know, especially on Staten Island, it's kind of like when you have a lot of success, there's, like, a lot of positives that come, but there's a whole lot of negatives that come with it, too. See, the way I handled it, well, I, I never really experienced the hate. That's beautiful. Let me, let me, let me, let me be clear. Anybody, when it comes to sports, it's like, you could prove yourself. Mm. If you don't like me and you don't think I'm this and I'm that, when we get on this court... Show me, like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Bust my A, like, you feel me? Go at me. Show me that you're better. And a lot of times when that when that opportunity was presented, they just it was, couldn't show yeah, up. Yeah, so it was like, it was it was respected across the board. Like, it was it's to the point, and I feel like even right now, it's, it was to the point, like, if you said something bad about me, people would look at you funny. It's like, boy, he showed nothing but love. Why would you? You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and when it comes to sports, it's like, we could we it could be proven who's better when we get on the court. Mm-hmm. Let's clash and see. You know what I'm saying? So I never really experienced the hate. How I dealt with the being a local celebrity out here and all that was, I didn't realize it until it was gone. So I didn't realize like I didn't realize like yo I'm a big deal. I'm not I didn't realize it until it was until my high school career is over. Moses Day's not playing. Them. I didn't realize damn. I really had it lit. I really was in the papers every day. I really, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when it was when it was done, that's when I realized like I I was a big deal out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When when my mother's getting stopped by her coworkers like, "Oh my god, you That's your son, yeah. yeah." Or my pops went to the hospital and the doctors like, "I know your last name. Is Moses your son?" You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff was like, "Oh wow." Like, you know what I'm saying? So and it be the parents that really that that they themselves may not sometimes like it either because I know when I was younger when I was in my high school you know I was mixy I, the streets know I wasn't mm-hmm. out and about I was just a nice guy I just you know right, bow tie right. and all that uh-huh. bro my people used to like go places and we're African so you know like we are sometimes very secretive people yeah. because we don't like you hear about all the stuff in the news you hear about how they treat people like who are black in America so they don't even want you to be out there like that Right. so I, I, I could only imagine what that might have been like sometimes for them see my see it might be a little different like my mom's she her, her co-workers had to start telling her like mm. my mom my parents never used to go to the games like you know what I'm saying like they had to work they had to do their thing so they wouldn't go to the games and then coming like I said sophomore years when the 
the buzz picked up and my mom's like, I think I need to start going to this kid games because everybody's telling me how good my son is, but I'm not actually witnessing it. And then that's when my pop started coming to the game. My pops loved it though. He loved it like, yeah, my my parents was more scared than hated the fame. They they were scared like they just witnessed a son at this same stage. Like when I say a, a spitting image, my brother had it lit just like that. And then he went to jail for 15. You know what I'm saying? So as parents, it's like, we don't want him to make those, those same mistakes. mistakes like, yeah. we don't, that's, we're more fearful when he's out partying or when he's with friends. You know what I'm saying? Then how I'm going to deal with it. Because I didn't walk around like, I'm the shit. Uh, oh. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Because I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't realize it. Like, boy, the love I was getting, I, I didn't really embrace it. I didn't realize until it kind of slowed down. Then it's like, oh, wow. That's how it really was. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when I tell a story, it is like, oh, people tell me stories about me. Like, boy, I remember when you came to the gym and you you, you dropped 40 on my team. And hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was on J. Like, kids tell me these today. Like, I was on JV. These is grown men now. Like, I was on JV when you was on varsity. I, I watched you score 40. And you know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, I was always a fan. I'm talking about as recently as last weekend. <laughs> when I was at the spot, yeah. you see me at kid came up to me like yo ma i heard you playing tomorrow i'm like yeah i'm playing mind you i'm i don't play basketball anymore i'm i consider myself washed up like really? i don't play i don't i don't because i don't play professionally i don't play for i don't practice every day yeah i'm not in that bag because mm-hmm. when i was playing I, I woke up every day jog four miles every day four miles four miles i was like you know what i'm saying did that every day faithfully that was my thing i used to love running put the headphones on go work on my skills you know what I'm saying? So that's when I was a basketball player. Now it's just like I just play rec, this, that, and the third. So when young boy came up to me like, y'all heard so many stories about you. I can't wait to see you play. I'm like, you're not expecting this 2008 Holy Mo or 2000. Like, what What are you talking about right now? He's like, yeah, I just want to see you. I'm like, well, I'm, I got to live up to everything that you heard within this one game. <laughs> it was just so funny to me. But, you know, I still get that sometimes. Like, well, I never seen you, but I heard about you. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I looked up to you. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope as hell. Definitely. So, wh- what would you give high school students or high school athletes? Uh, what advice would you give them on how to become an elite player? Because I feel like, like you said, it's nowadays it's so common for a lot of people to get to varsity. But does that mean they're really that good? No. Does, does that mean like those programs need help? Mm-hmm. Because I know, especially with Staten Island basketball, I, I know I've seen I've seen a lot of talent. But when you then start to compare like Staten Island basketball sometimes to everywhere else, you kind of like have to side eye it because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, are you really that great? Or are you better than the current competition? Mm. You know. So, advice I would give I would give players is put in the work, like put in the work, put in the work, stay in the gym or whatever whatever your field is, put in the work. And when you put in the work, you reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like the biggest advice. Like even today when I look back, I'd be like, I could have probably went harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there was nobody on my teams that went harder than me. And it's like, put in the work. It's going to definitely show. Because if you, if you look at me eighth grade year to sophomore year, it's like, this is a, I'm a whole different person. I'm a whole, like, eighth grade year, I, I would have never imagined me playing varsity. I probably didn't even belong my freshman year. But it was like the coach took that sacrifice, like, here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By sophomore year, I, you know what I mean? I figured it out. I got, but I put in the work. So that's it. Put in the work, put in the time, and, and you'll reap the benefits. You'll see it. Things will start, the game will start slowing up, and everything, you know, words. So that's mm. it. Put in the work. I like you can't, that. You can't cheat the game. So when I tell people I'm not a hooper today, 
because I, I wouldn't cheat the game. I wouldn't consider myself who I don't play every day. I don't practice on my craft every day. That's not what. That's not where I'm at in life. It's just not. I haven't been there for a while. So mm-hmm. that's just. I'm not putting in the work. So I'm not gonna compare myself to somebody who's doing that every. Like I still might be just more. Tired. All right. So we back. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta congratulate you though. I gotta congratulate you. you know okay. why? Tell me. I don't know. You just accomplished your first talking cheap feat. Which is a hashtag Put it on a shirt Shout out to the brand Always working Hashtag You can't cheat the game You can't cheat the oh, game Oh man That's a powerful statement Right you there bro can't cheat the game I like that That's a powerful statement You can't cheat the game Because you gotta be in it To win it you And if you ain't gonna play To the best of your ability Why play it in the first place That's a fact hmm. I really live by that and Whatever you do It's not even sports Anything mm-hmm. You wanna be a journalist Create your own opportunities like you're doing right now. You want to, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to do, you want to be anything. Like, you got to put in the work. You want to be a doctor, you got to go to school. You got to study. You got to be in them books. You want to be a lawyer. You want to be a track star. You got to be out there on the field Mm -hmm. working on your sprints. And you got to put in the work. You're not going to, it's not going to, and it don't matter how talented you are. There's going to come a time when somebody's going to outwork you. That's a fact. So if you're talented, put in that work. Can't cheat the game. That's a fact. I like that. So... High school basketball, you that guy. There's a lot of people on Staten Island that think they them guys, but really <laughs> ain't them guys, right? For you, obviously, you're, you you kind of transcended high school basketball. You wanted to play college, right? And you mm-hmm. played over uh, professional. Mm-hmm. But what are some signs that you've seen that you think that some people should just hang it up, like after high school? Because you know what? I felt like for me, I played high school. I played freshman in JV. Could I have played varsity? Definitely. Definitely, without a doubt. If I put in the work, I now play football and I ran track. So could I have played varsity? Definitely. Senior year, definitely. But something I noticed about myself was I knew I wasn't going D1 on basketball. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't know when to hang it up. And you see it definitely, you definitely see it around here. Like when you come and play ball sometimes, you see a lot of dudes that still live in that form of glory. What are some things that you would say when you see Oh, what are some signs that you would say, like, all right, it might be time for you to hang up them them ball them ball shoes? See, for me, when it come to when it come to sports and and things like that, I don't even when I'm talking to the youth, I don't even preach how they can make it to the league or mm. you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't preach that, but I do feel like there's a good percentage of kids that could get a scholarship. You could go, you could travel. You know what I'm saying? You could be on an AAU team. You could see the world. You might not be the best. Bat- sports may not be for you, but that don't mean you can't use it. Or as far as your your life, you know what I'm saying? That, that it might not be for you. So at a time, you got to realize, but it's like, in the meantime, like, everybody not going to go to the NBA, but a lot of people could get full scholarships. That's a fact. A lot of people could get half scholarships. A lot of people could go to school. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're paying for school, like, you know what I mean? So I feel like when... When that opportunity closes, now you're 23, 24, and you, and now you out of school, and you know what I'm saying, and you still trying to get into the NBA. When the NBA nowadays is taking kids 19, 20, and 21, you know what I'm saying. Once that opportunity closes, like then you got to start being real with yourself. Like, can I go overseas? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of leagues overseas. After then, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't tell nobody just put it up because, listen. I can't I can't shit on nobody's dreams, nobody goals. You know what you know, but just be real with yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? See what opportunities the sport that you love is giving back to you. That's if true. you put so much into the game and you're not getting nothing back, maybe that's not your calling. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you got to be real with yourself. But I wouldn't tell nobody, yo, boy, you should stop doing what you're doing. It's not my job to predict your future and to, you know what I'm saying, put that over you. I, I would never do that. But you knowing yourself is like, I, I put in the work. Mo, I did this. And then it's not be for you. God might be telling you, listen, that whole time, remember you was good with the scheduling? Maybe that's for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you was a manager. Maybe you was a physical trainer. Maybe you love the sport so much you just want to be around it where you think you have to play it. But this this guy's getting paid $70,000 to turn the, the lights on in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Just to turn the lights on every day and turn it off when it's done. He got a full-time job. like So there's things like outside, like within the sport, if you love the sport, you could still do and make a career. And the chances are way higher. That's like, a fact. You know what I'm saying? The chances of being a physical trainer is is way higher than making it to the NBA or the NFL. Bro, like, all right. So my story was funny because after my sophomore year, I started focusing on, I coached women's basketball. I was an assistant coach on the JV team mm -hmm. for women's basketball. I did all the shot clock stuff. I was doing the books because I was working on my SATs. That's where a lot of people fumbled mm -hmm. because in high school, what people don't, well, especially when it comes to high school sports on Staten Island, there's like a lack of support for these young uh, inner city youth who are killing it in these school programs. But when it comes to everything else, there's no support. Right. So, for example, like if you're a great basketball player on Staten Island, if you don't have somebody who actually is telling you like, yo, handle your academics. Yo, let's get a tape together so we can send it out to schools. Yo, you got to start prepping for your SATs. Nah, they just telling you, yo, keep playing ball. Keep playing football. Keep working. Stay in the gym. They're not telling you, yo, yeah, you could be a great student. You could be a great athlete, but you, the first part of it is being a student first. Right. Any like, and I also work with D one sports, so they'll tell you like, yo, you're a student athlete. Student comes first. There's people who make it to D one programs just to, because to, just to help the GPA. Yeah. Just to help the GPA. That's a fact. Getting full rides. That's a fact. Still getting the <laughs> whole like everything, everything, everything everybody the on the D one team is getting, just because their GPA side. Right. That's a fact. And I feel like Staten Island sports, that's the number one thing in my opinion. Outside exposure, but the number one thing is that there's really no support for a lot of these programs. Like, I look at, like, the Tottenvilles and the Curtises and sometimes even the Ports. A lot of players on Staten Island have been super talented, super instrumental in the growth of these programs and have went absolutely nowhere. Listen, a lot of a lot of the talent, sometimes the co these coaches only care about your talent. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, listen, my favorite coach, my favorite coach of all time is my sophomore year. I got a new coach. His name is Coach Devin Tier. And he's not my favorite coach. Like, I hated him when he first got there. He, I wanted to be treated. I was an All-American. I wanted to be treated like, boy, like like something special. He ain't treat me special. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know who you, I don't know who you are. Prove yourself to me. If you're really who they say you are, show me something. But he he became my favorite coach for the things he did after I left. You know, I went to Juco after I left. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, boy, what, what schools you think you could play at? I'm, I'm going to call them up. After I left uh, Fort Hayes State University, yo, how you, how, how's it overseas? How your little ones? Every, everything good? Like, you know what I'm saying? After that, you know, Mo, I, I, you got a degree now. Let me let me reach out to some people, see where you see how you could get a job and this, that, and the third if you're not balling no more. So it's like 
this is somebody that cares for me. I joke around with him. I call him. I call him at three o'clock in the morning just to piss him off. Like, <laughs> like I'm a grown man, but it's like he still. I look at him like, yo, you my coach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really my coach. You really helped me outside of basketball. Outside mm. of that, you cared about me. You asked me how my day was going. You didn't just. I'm gonna use this kid, and then after he's done, is you can't help. I can't help his program unless I'm sending kids. I can't never play for him again. He still shoots me a text. They'll ask me about my family. That means you care about me. There's a lot of coaches out here that do not care about these kids. At all. It's like, boy, in your four years here, is I'm going to get the best out of you. And then after that, it's like, boy, you're not going to go nowhere. You're not going to. They don't care about your grades as long as you're eligible. And I think it's like 70 now. But it's like, kids are not getting into colleges with them grades. Like, i.e. myself. Like, you feel me? Like, you could be the best player. Boy, you need grades. Like. You need grades. Like, you be the best player. Like, you need grades. Mm. Unless you unless you LaMelo Ball and you're just going to go overseas and then go to the NBA. Like, you know what I mean? And y'all ain't LaMelo Ball. Let's be clear. That's not a 6'4". What you got? 6'6", 6'7"? 6'8". Point guard. <laughs> Pulling from anywhere. Yeah, like, let's be clear. Like, so, so, so just know, like, a lot of these guys, they don't care about you. It's what you could do for them. And then after that, they're still going to have a job. They're still mm. gonna have a job. When you leave, there's gonna be more talent to come in. Is that coach gonna? Ch- that coach don't care. But they got coach. They got now. Now they got do have like such as my coach Devin Tier. They got coaches that do care about you. Coaching is a big role. You should be a part of each one of your kids' lives. Like should know what's going on in their neighborhoods and and this that and the third. You know what I'm saying? So just keep that in mind, man. Some of these coaches don't care, and the ones that do, we appreciate you guys and keep Facts. keep looking out for these youth because they don't know any better. That's you know fact. what I mean? They don't know no better. When you 15 to 21, you think you know it all, but you don't. It takes somebody with experience to be like, I, I, I kind of see where this road is going. Well, you're going to go overseas for a couple years, and then and then you're going to probably struggle to get a real job because all you did was play basketball. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, So that's if that's all you did, that's all you know. But luckily, you know, made a couple right decisions and, you know, do what I do, you know? So Juco. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Because a lot of people frown on JUCOs. Mm-hmm. A lot. And it's not, but but it's weird because that's where a lot of these D1 programs get their talent from. Yeah. If they don't get them right out of college, I mean, out of high school, they go to these JUCOs. They try to find a transfer that had a big season with big numbers in a, in a pretty competitive uh, league or uh, uh, conference. Mm-hmm. What was your JUCO experience like? So, and um, what are some of the things you learned from that? So JUCO for me was, like, I, I ended up in the JUCO um, cause I kind of stopped playing after high school ball. I had mm. my daughter. I'm like, mm. I'm like, ah, this basketball stuff. It was cool, like you know what I'm saying. And like I said, I didn't realize the love, the celebrity that that I would miss once it was gone. It was gone. It was like, boy, you 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 here in the neighborhood. I'm with my girl. You know what I'm saying. But that's what I wanted to do at that time. I didn't regret it. I didn't. I wanted to stay home. I wanted to take care of my kid. I wanted to be a family man. It's like, all right, that was cool. I had a kid. Now I got to step up. It wasn't until me and my kid's mother separated where I was like, let me go back to school. Called, made some calls, ended up at this Juco Sullivan upstate. And then it was, it was like, we was like young, wild, like we was like really reckless. Like you feel me? (laughs) But when I say some of the best talent, it's like, how did you end up here? Everybody got a story. Coming when you from the hood, everybody got a story. It's a fun. Like you know what I'm saying. So mine's would be I, I had a kid, I was done. Now I'm here. 
It is what it is. I'm about to take the best of this opportunity. Other people, boy, I just, I was locked up. I was this, that, third. I didn't have the grades. That's a lot of, you know what I mean? But in Juco, everybody got a story. Now I'm playing with 12 dudes who's telling me they all was the man where they came from. Like, boy, I was, I'm an all-city player. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like, oh, all right. Now you're playing with 12 all-stars in their respective cities or wherever they came from. Now it's like, boy, now we got to find out who's really nice because all 12 of us can't be on the court. So it was that battle, and then once you start separating yourself, you know, you, you get that respect, like, all right, if we're going to win games, this is who we need out there. So, you know what I'm saying? Then my sophomore year, a guy by the name of Terry Coleman, first team, all state, transfers into my JUCO. It's like, what the freak is happening? <laughs> this motherfucker coming to, I'm like, this nigga coming to take my shine. Like, what's happening? But that ended up being, like, one of my best friends today. You know what I'm saying? Where we, like, we was really on a, like, boy, you need a scholarship, I need a scholarship. Boom. I'm, he helped, he helped bring scholarships my way because mm-hmm. he was such a, he was, as big as I was in Staten Island, he was just like that in Newburgh. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, I'm, I've, I already got schools lined up. So they going, when they come see me play, they going to see you play. You know what I mean? So it was like, don't battle with me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, yo, boy, we about to clash. Who going to be the man? But it was like, you know what I'm saying? So I had that. You know what I mean? And then eventually ended up at Fort Hayes State. And then, you know, took it from there. But Juco was a blessing. Juco, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man, Partisan Fontaine. Back, back, backing it up. That was my Juco teammate, you know? I don't know if you know that song. Nah, I do. Because, yeah, that was my Juco teammate. You know, D-Wade, my man P-Rock, who's an NBA trainer right now. Um, Terry Coleman, who's assistant director over there at his high school. You know what I'm saying? He played overseas, too. So it was like, I met some dope people, like... You know what I mean? So it's been real. And something I, I want to definitely touch on because and Freak Lotto can't forget Freak Lotto. His name is Freak Lotto. Yeah, my man Freak Lotto. He's that's a, a lit he's name. An artist. He's that's an a artist. Na- that's a lit name. That's my bro. That's a lit name. Documented by Ty Moore. But you know, I met some. I met some. I met some. I met some dope people in Juco. It was a. It was a. It was a blessing. And um, that's what I wanted to touch on next. Like that, the the importance of a network. Because that's basically what you're saying. Like, yeah, throughout this whole time in basketball, you're exposing yourself to so many people, but so many people are exposing themselves to you as well. Uh-huh. Because like you said, a lot of people will utilize you just for your talent. They only right. respect you for what you bring to the table. Right. But then they, when they look past the talent and actually respect the person right. behind the talent, right. you start to now see certain doors start opening up for you. So that's 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 really important. I just wanted to make sure I I, I highlighted that. And if there's something that you learn, listen, there's a network within everything, bro. Mm. Like don't like anywhere you go, keep your eyes open. See who's the movers, who's shaking it up. You know what I'm saying? Literally this week alone I had about five different people hit me and just wanted me to help them with their ideas. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is like sometimes I look back, I'll be like, damn, Mo, you ain't moving. But then to somebody else is like, Boy, you're doing everything I wanna do. Mm-hmm. So come and help me. So it's like, all right, Mo, take, like, embrace what you got going on and who you are to these people. And all movement is good movement. Listen, all movement is good movement. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the, what's, what, what Nip said? Something about the scariest thing is idle time. Like, mm-hmm. keep it moving. You know what I mean? Pro, slow progress is, is progress. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Shake hands. Meet people. Don't be afraid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Come in, like, in our neighborhoods where we from, Dudes don't leave the neighborhood. At There's all. dudes that never left the neighborhood. And then when you say, like, yo, y'all should travel to work, it's like, boy, that's foreign to me. When I went to college, that was, like, the first time I was, like, really in the city by myself because I'm going to check my friends and, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third, yo, tell dudes from the neighborhood, yo, pull up with me. Nah, I'm good. Like, I'm like, boy, I'm about to have you around college girls. Like, 
You feel me? Like and they like, nah. and they don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like and they, like, shout out to the dudes that do make the move. But it's like, it's a it's a huge world. I'm trying to see all corners of this world. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of things I didn't see that I wasn't exposed to. You imagine what that's gonna do to me once I do get exposed to it? And come on, man. it's only gonna add more light to yeah, you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Skies is not the limit. Like let's get it. That's a fact. That's a fact. So JUCO passed. You did what you needed to do in JUCO. You had a good season. You had a good, a good uh, uh, time there. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you took your towns to Fort Hay State, right? Fort Hay State. Uh-huh. You did what you did there. Uh-huh. How was that? Because now you you left the JUCO. Uh huh. Fort Hay State. I, I I chose Fort Hay State, which is a D two. Um, they averaged ten thousand people each game. Number one in the country, hmm. in 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 attendance. When I signed there, it was like number eight as far as D two programs ranked. So I'm like, well, I want to go to a winning program that's a lot of people's going to see me because I could have went D2. I could have went D1. I could have went to a low D1 and lost a lot. Like what schools? You know what I'm saying? That I'm not going to name. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I could have went low D1 and played, but just not win. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm going to go to a high-ranking D2. You know what I'm saying? I got to play against KU. got to play against K-State, Colorado, Mizzou. You know what I'm saying? D1 programs. But it's like I wanted to win and I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be I wanted to go to a a school that was a basketball school. I also had a lot of um um what is it? Not in my CIAA schools recruit me. Mm. And it was like I could have went to an all black school. But and I, I don't wanna say I regret this, but the reason I didn't go to an all black school is cause the Greek life was bigger than the athletics. So so you know mm. what I'm saying? Looking back, I, I wish I would have been part of Greek life. Mm. But as as a 20 year old it's like well I want to go where athletics is number one so that's why I never went that's why I didn't go to but Ohio. why but why what what about that like that number one being the 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 the, uh, the I wanted focus. to go to I wanted to go to a a athletic a town that was about their sports because I like the fame I like the notoriety I like being champion I want I want the pressure to be on me yo damn mo we ain't win tonight. You good? I want that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to go to school where if they lose, they don't. It's they don't all right. Care. Yeah. Still going to have a good time. If we win, it's all right. Nah, I want to go to school. If if you lose, it's like, boy, what's going on? I want the coach to get fired if they lose. Like, I want to go to one of those <laughs> schools. Like, you're losing too much. You're going to get fired. Like, you got to understand the different type of pressure at these schools. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my coach would tell y'all, like, if I don't recruit good, they I'm not going to keep coming back. My first year there, we won the conference. We went regional. We went to the Sweet 16. We went to the Final Four. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, these are the type of schools I want to go to. I don't go to school you lose. I, nah. But I'm walking through campus. I remember walking through campus. And if my team, if we made 10 threes in the game, it was half off in the bookstore. Now, imagine me walking through who's like a three-point specialist. I'm walking through school. What you think the whole entire school is saying? They want you to hit them threes. They're like, yo, Mo, let's go, baby. How you feeling? Like, let's go. <laughs> you need some uh, food? Uh, like, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I already know that's the, it. That's the type of, you know what I mean? Then when you go to the club, when you go to the club, it's like, holy Mo in the building. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we see good game tonight, holy. Uh, that's what I wanted. I told, and that was my my number one thing, and it should have been more about the after um, academics. But my number one thing, I told my coach, like, I want to go where it's a stadium, a big, huge stadium, and they got a lot of attendance. And then I started picking my schools from there. So that was like my thing. I just, it didn't matter where it was at, it didn't matter where. Wow. You know what I'm saying? How'd plus, you, they took care of me. How'd you balance being a, a student athlete and a young father? 
Well, like I said, I was on scholarship. You know what I'm saying? So, and then I ain't even gonna hold you. Listen, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this, but I was being taken care of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's just put it like that. I was being taken care of, and my being was being taken care of. Like, you feel me? Like, the fam was good. You know what I'm saying? So, that was just that. I was being taken care of. That's you know? a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, when you go to these rich schools, they they take care of the people that needs to be taken care of. All right, yeah, listen. Because I was going to ask you this next before we talk about overseas, uh-huh. bro. Do you think that uh, D1 athletes, collegiate athletes, should get paid? Because that's an yes, issue that they the should NCAA get paid. Is. And how about they are getting paid? <laughs> what are we talking about? Like they are getting paid. There's a there's there's a good percentage of kids that's getting paid. Before you get to them schools, these big schools, come on, you got to be crazy if you think Zion was not getting paid at Duke. Oh yeah, I'm already. Oh, oh, whoever, and and this is Zion. This is like at the pinnacle. Of course he's getting But then you you hear about some of these kids They be like Who? Getting paid boy Forget your scholarship check You getting You getting taken care of boy You you driving around campus You have a car mm-hmm. I don't have no money to own a car Moses how do you have a car? <laughs> My moms came to visit me How do you You know what I'm saying? So Not no shade at Fort Hayes You know what I'm saying? But You know you was getting dudes, supported these, dudes, these these kids are getting paid, like, and they should be getting paid. It's like y'all make so much money off of them. Mm-hmm. All them kids deserve to get paid. Like, you feel me? Now, how do you gonna break it down? I don't know, but there's no reason why Kimber Walker should have been in the NCAA talking about I'm hungry, I ain't eat. He probably blew his 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 twelve hundred scholarship check mm-hmm. in the first two three weeks. Now it's the last two weeks, and he's waiting. You only get you only get your scholarship check once a month. I'm already known. You know what I'm saying? So he probably blew it as kids do. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like I can't eat, but y'all making millions off me. Bro. This is Kimber Walker, bro. One the NCAA talking about, yeah, we be hungry sometimes. Kids eating pizza. they give you pizza after. You know what I'm saying? Like, depending on the school you go to, but it's just like, yeah, I think these kids should be getting paid. Hundred percent. If the coach is making X amount of dollars and the school is making X amount of dollars, I don't think in student athletes one kid should get way more but why you on a program all of y'all should be getting y'all should be eating all of y'all y'all, should y'all be all should probably get the same amount of years Ion Williams is scoring the most points and gonna be number one pick but he's gonna be there one year you're in Duke Duke makes a certain amount how about when I played against K when we played against KU KU probably makes a hundred thousand dollars two probably more they probably make a million a game you gotta think it's on ESPN it's 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 sell is a my school averaged 10,000 How much you think KU averages at Oh yeah they hitting At least 50 35 At every game Yeah Tickets is going for That's not talking about Boosters That's not talking about Ticket sales That's not talking about So y'all trying to tell me Y'all can't give Side bets That's not talking about All the shit that comes with the bread So now So you trying to tell me These kids These kids can't get 10,000 10,000 We not even Like I don't even feel like They should give these kids Millions of dollars But you trying to tell me each kid can't get ten thousand dollars? Make at least forty five. I'll say yeah, you should get at least a little forty five. Ten thousand a month. Oh yeah. Like yeah, like boy, yeah, ten thousand a month. While I'm while I'm here, I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars. Like, cause I'm a I'm a I'm an athlete, and we're at the biggest program in the world. Duke players can play each each student ten thousand a month. Like, I think that's so reasonable. 
<laughs> real talk, real talk, man. Or something like that. Let's say I'm probably throwing out weird numbers, but something like that. Because you got to think about it, the, the the institutions getting the money not off of the not only off their likeness, their jerseys. They're making money off of the ticket sales. They're getting money from marketing, branding, all these uh, advertisement companies are coming in. Uh, people are going to the school because they want to see these people, yeah, and potentially be friends with them or see them in class. People are paying to be fans of these people or be close enough. Yeah, boy, to yeah. be able to attest yeah. LSU girls bro If you want to be technical LSU and Baton Rouge There's girls who go to LSU Just because they want to see If they could get They become somebody's football And a professional wife Professional yeah, athlete wife bro They parents are promoting that too They friends is like Boy If you see it How you call it Be friends with him Help him out He might Take you with him when it, There's people that do that You know what I'm saying So Yes I, To answer the question Yes these kids should be getting paid. The amount I can't say, but they should be getting paid, hundred percent. Overseas, what was before that like? I go into overseas? Mm-hmm. Let me just go more into four eight. So my junior, my senior year, that's when. This is when I started distancing myself from ball. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I started doing music more. You know, what I, mean? I was I was doing the worst music ever, but this is when I would. I brought my, I got my first, I didn't buy it. Let me bring that back. I got my first laptop bought for me, my first uh, Pro Tools system, all this stuff. I learned how to mix and do all this stuff. Bad mixes, but still, I was doing you it was, myself. You was trying. I'm in, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my crib, like, you feel me? And I start going to, I start going to class tired because I was up all night working on the verse, and I start going to practice. A little time, and I'm and I'm more worried about like, yo, boy, I gotta record a track that my team could come out to, like, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's like when the as far as when the music come into play, like, I started shifting from ball, and mm-hmm. now I'm 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 falling in love with music. I dropped my first video, um, in the New York Minute, and then also Roll Up, you know what I'm saying? It was original New York Minute was a freestyle, but Roll Up, Easy Bills, Roll Up. We dropped our first video. It was like, boy. I, I'm jacking this, you know what I'm saying? So I recorded my first hit record, which is it might not be a hit to the world, but on Fort Hayes State Campus, oh my God, I dropped a song called White Girls. Oh my boy, it had me so lit in the school. <laughs> so when I say boy, I came home junior year, I recorded the song White Girls. I never was with a white girl until I got there. Anyway, I recorded the song called White Girls and I sent it to every volleyball player, all the baseball players, all the soccer men's teams, all the everybody. I sent it to everybody. Like, yo, what's your, you know what I'm saying? Facebook was really hitting. They used to have you. And if you ain't give me your email, it had your email in there. You had to, man, when I got back to campus, it was like, yo, yo, your song is on the radio out here. Like, what? it's really hit. And you know, in them, in them type towns, you could walk into the radio station and knock on the door, hey, how you doing? Like, That's a fact. So it was like somebody went and did that for me. Like, you have to play this on the radio. It's not like New York, where it's, you it's gotta, the biggest market yeah, in the world. You, you, you fighting just you, to yeah, get you're hurt. You're not getting yeah. upstairs. But them, them radio stations, hey, you go right to the window. Hey, listen, I want to speak to Johnny Bravo, who's the host. Yo, what's up? Play my music. It's lit. So that's when I started falling in love with recording music and making music and performing music. I would say between my junior and senior year of college. Do you remember this? how the song goes? Oh, 100%. It was a hit record. I would never forget it. How the song it. go? How the song go? No, no, no. I'm not going to go over <laughs> it. I'm probably going to send it to you on a high color. I, I said, um, 
It goes white girls, and now they hey she the baddest, hey she the baddest. You got me, got me going up, down, up, down. That was like you know what I'm saying. It, it, was, it was lit. It was just about. It was about with this white chick. I know she liked the. It was. It was. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> it wasn't my best stuff, but when I say it was, it was lit, it, it was lit. It was just oh lit. It was just lit. Hey. I'm already knowing. I already know it. White girls. <laughs> <laughs> my Omar ain't like that so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how did how did that JUCO experience end? So how did JUCO end? Yeah, I mean not JUCO. Uh, for for hate, for hate. For haze, Um, like I said, I was being taken care of. People so I, so after after um I left, I wasn't on pace to graduate. This is 2012. I wasn't on pace to graduate. I stayed there. I'm just I'm like I said, I'm still doing the music, but. You know, I know I'm here. I'm balling. I'm using the facility. You know what I'm saying? I, I hired an agent. Um, I hired an agent probably in like May, April, when the season was over. I hired an agent. Went to a couple combines, this, that, and the third. And I was getting the same thing over and over and over and over. Like, yo, he's too small. I don't know if he's going to make it in the overseas, how he's going to get his shot off. Um, he ain't fast enough, this, that, and the third. So literally after that, and I, and I done witnessed guys that, practice that don't know when to hang it up put it like that and my whole thing was if I still love ball but I wasn't as in love with it as the high school kid you understand what I'm saying so I kind of was like well I'm not gonna be playing ball if I'm not if I'm not going to the league if I'm not going overseas at this time it's like the league I'm not thinking about the league I'm not gonna go overseas make make some good money and then whatever and I'm not getting a contract and I'm all American I'm all conference and I can't get a contract because I'm 5'8 5'9 so I was like, yo, well, I'm I'm cool on this. Like, you know what I'm saying? On this basketball shit. Like, I ain't about to be working my hardest just to not. I get to the crib. When I leave, I don't graduate. I get to the crib. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing summer tournaments a little bit. But I'm like, I ain't even jacking this. Mm -hmm. Probably like December come around. Same year I leave and I get a call like, yo, hey, Moses Day, what's up? This is so, so, and so. Um i like you to come play for my program. Where your program at? The program is in Columbia. I'm like, all right, no doubt. Mind you, I'm a house potato. I ain't, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, right, give me like two months. You know what I'm saying? I'll be ready. I can say two months. We need you to fly out in 48 hours. I'm like, oh, I call him. Yo, well, I'm about to go overseas. Word, you been balling? No, I haven't been balling. <laughs> I, have I have this picture on Facebook right now where I showed the day before I left and like three weeks of me out there. And it was like I lost like 18 pounds or something crazy. Whereas like the food was amazing. The, you know, so now it's like, well, I'm back in my basketball glory. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's as far as the leaving for Hayes, it was like a little bit of sad. I was kind of sad. Like, damn, my college career is over. I didn't graduate. Why didn't you graduate? I changed majors. You know what I'm saying? I changed yeah. majors. And then, and no funny, like, and this is, goes back to people being in your corner. I didn't really know, like, I was mm -hmm. there to play ball. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I ain't had nobody saying, like, yo, you're not on pace to graduate until after the season. Then it's like, yeah, Moses, you're not going to graduate unless you stay here in this hick town for another year and a half. I'm like, what? I got three semesters to graduate, not even two or one? So I was just like, yeah, nah. nah. It's over. I, I don't like school that much anyway. That's how I was on it as a kid. Like, well, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to play. I'm not gonna be part of. Nah, I'm. I'm out. Y'all not. And and 
And this is what really hurt me was they didn't want to pay for me to stay. I'm like, boy, I won a championship here. You know what I'm saying? I had all-time, like, seasons. Y'all can't, y'all, y'all can't give me a scholarship for another year. Like, I'm a student. I'm still an athlete. I just can't play anymore. Nah, we don't got no. This is a rich-ass school that taking care. I'm talking about sending bread back to, you know what I'm saying? My BM. As soon as it's over, it's over. Like, it's over. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I was at. Like, it was like, I was like, like, going through it. Like, in my head, like, well, I'm not good enough to go overseas. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm not good enough. Nobody wants me to go overseas. School that I'm at don't want to pay for me to finish school. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, it's crazy. So at that point, did you kind of like hit rock bottom? Nah, or? I never hit rock bottom. Okay. I, I never hit rock bottom, but I'm going through it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through it because now I got. I still got. I still got to provide. You know what I'm saying? I still got a family back home. Like I still got to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? So at this time, I'm just. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm slowly trying. I'm getting in the streets. I'm like this street shit ain't for me neither. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows me. This street ain't shit for me. I'm getting. I'm trying to work local jobs, and I'm. My head is so big where it's like, well, I can't work this job. Everybody know me. I'm gonna work at Easy Pass. No, I feel that. I go to I go work for Easy Pass for two weeks. I quit. Like, you know, I'm not going. No, I'm already. I, trust me. I, and I this feel is that a, this is a and it's like, boy, are you too good to to make minimum wage to feed your daughter because you so stuck on your high horse, or you know what I'm saying? Or so, do you just believe in yourself and you know what kind of quality you are that anything yeah. that's that? You know what I'm saying. So it's like you. I'm just soul searching. I don't want to say rock bottom, but I'm just soul searching. Like, what am I gonna do? And then I get a call, and now I'm. Overseas within 48 hours You know what I'm saying Now I'm getting paid More money than my parents hmm. You know what I'm saying Like now I'm, I'm paying my mom's bills Going from You know what I'm saying Cause yeah they were sending money Back to my BM But nobody was sending money To my mom's So she was still You know my mom's is good You know what I mean My pops passed away I, I skipped that My pops passed away But my freshman year of, of, of college But my mom's was still good She's a, a Liberian old mom She was hustling But I go overseas Just like that I go from Working at Easy Pass, quitting. Working at uh, the uh, with the consumers and you know the uh, yeah, them little random spots. Right, 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 right. To now I'm overseas and now I'm paying my mother's bills and you know what I'm saying now I could mm. I'm sending wild bread back home like you know what I'm saying so and I got and it's and it's all tax free and it's all straight to my I don't even gotta touch it straight to boy it was so crazy boy I, like I was doing stupid shit like I went to the I went to the casino and I put like five bands on red cause I'm like I'm getting paid every week you know what I'm saying <laughs> and you know the joint the, the roulette man I'm like five thousand dollars on red Jesus Christ if it hit I got 10 if it miss I get paid next week I'm gonna get I get paid every week every Jesus week I'm getting Christ. paid and that, that bitch hit, boom. And I just walked out of there like, yo. And mind you, the, the, I started, I was gambling a little bit, but I really was, I had, I never had money. I ain't know how to even deal with money. And I feel like that's something a lot of young men, when they get to a certain level, especially like D1 sports or like the league or overseas, they get to this place that they, for, they go from having nothing to having everything, even rappers and even just mm-hmm. young people just mm-hmm. finding their ways into wealth. What is some advice you'd give to them? Because I feel like that in itself is a is 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 a, is a learning curve that a lot of people just not never learned. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's crazy because how do you know? You don't know. All my like my high school career, college, I just knew I was gonna go to the league. I was gonna be getting wild bread. 
You know what I'm saying? But I ain't like you not you don't know when it's gonna happen. You just know it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? But then there comes a point where it's like, is it gonna happen? You not really, you know what I'm saying? How do you prepare for that? How do you prepare for it? Right now, if I, there's a young boy in the hood right now, boy. He don't got no bread. He don't got no jewelry on. He don't got nothing. He's gonna create a hit record. Bobby Schmurda. Mm-hmm. Bobby Bobby ain't have no jewels. Boy, they had they flexing with fifteen hundred dollars. That ain't no bread. You know what I'm saying? They $1,500 A whole lot of ones Underneath it yeah, yeah, To make it look saying? full it's like And at this And when you're in the hood You got 1500 And you ain't paying no bills You thinking like oh, I'm getting this money You ain't getting no money And then you make a hit record Now you have a million dollars Within a month You got It's like boy What what do I do That's when Dude's going cop a car Dude's going Shit that, that Has no value you know what I'm saying? Ain't, no, they, ain't too many dudes. Like, Master P said something that I thought was so gangster. Like, Master P said, when I was signing my artist, I bought him a house. I wouldn't give him no, I bought him a house that they could own. This is your house. So let's say your rap career don't work out. This is still going to be your house. Don't buy no jewelry. Don't buy no car. As soon as you take off the lot, the value goes. Like, mm. I, I, bought my, I bought my artist a house and say, this is yours. You know what I'm saying? But dudes ain't thinking like that. First, The first thing motherfuckers think about is, I'm going to flex. That's a fact. I'm fit to buy this Balenciagas and some jewels and some this and some that. And it's just like, I don't be, you can't be mad at them. It's just, it hurts that when you don't have nobody in that in that household, in that position to be like, yo, listen, this is not what we're going to do. It's mm-hmm. not what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? So, And like I said, me, I was a little older. So when I started getting when I started getting money, yeah, I was doing dumb shit like bet putting five thousand dollars on on red, like you feel me? <laughs> and then you know what I'm saying? I did I did that one time, like, which was like, you know what I mean, probably one of the dumbest things I did, even though it hit. But I had the baby moms, like, I had to send this amount. I had my moms like it was like that was like that was my that was equivalent of me buying my mom's a house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My pops was no longer here to take care of everybody. It was like I couldn't afford to buy my mother a house or buy her a dream car or whatever. But my, I could pay the bills and you could save your money. You know what I'm saying? That was like, Moses, you made it. You did it. For me, at that in that moment, it was like, yo, ma, don't worry. Here, here's this amount. I'm going to pay the bills for the next couple months. Save your bread. You know what I'm saying? I got it. That was for me was like, yeah, it was worth it. It was worth it. And mind you, at this time, I'm... I'm still in love with music. I still want to be a rapper at this time. I'm not even like, but I'm like, boy, basketball's bringing in the bread. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It's bringing in the bread. Like, let's get it. Like, I've, I'm, boy, it was it was a beautiful time where it's like, boy, these people love me out here. I'm playing ball. Like, let's get it. So, so the transition went from high playing ball, low, having an agent telling you nobody wants you, lower. So now you back in the hood Working that easy pass Working that easy pass Thinking about like Boy I really need To sell drugs Like you really start Thinking about this shit That's true Trust me like, I Really makes attempts And like I'm like yeah This street shit ain't for me though it, it just never was for me Like Just not for me Niggas won't even Like probably even Cop off you Cause they're like Bro what are you doing here You know what I'm saying It's like I really consider it Like yo Then it was like Nah Now I'm like Now the next day I'm overseas You know what I'm saying Boiling every day That's my job But It was a time overseas Like the first Like month Two months Where we would When the season started And we would play Four games a week We'd play Monday We'd play Tuesday 
We'll jump on a plane Wednesday because we play the same teams back-to-back. So we'll jump on a plane Wednesday, get into town, may shoot around, Thursday, practice. Friday, we'll have a game. Sunday, Saturday, we'll have a game. And then Sunday, we'll have practice or shoot around, depending on how we play. Monday, we're going to do it again. It was a time where one time, I'm like, I'm like 16 games in, right? And I'm like, damn, this shit is hard. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm living my dream that I always wanted to do. Always wanted to make it to, I wanted to make it to the NBA, but if not, play professional basketball. And I'm like, yo, this shit is hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, do I really want to? Do I really? Like, damn, I call my moms. She's like, mom, I'm just like, Moses, how's it going? I'm like, yo, mom, this shit tough. Like, I got to wake up a certain time. I got to. She's like, Moses, this is what you always wanted to do. This, this, this is what you always talked about. And now you in it and you're going to tell me it's hard because you want to do what, rap? Like, you got to make a decision. Either you want to be there or not. Like, And I'm like, I made the decision. Like, all right, I'm in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm in it. Like, let's do it. So I'm, I'm waking up with a smile every day. Body hurting in the ice tub. I'm waking up with a smile. Like, yo, there's people, that would, there's people right now that would die to be in my position. No matter what, no, nobody could ever take that away from me. Like, I set out a goal and I accomplished it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to play b- ball professionally and I did it. And I did that. You know what I'm saying? So it was dope. So how, how, long about being, how about being how about being the first person from your neighborhood to go to to go to college? Yeah. I don't I didn't I don't I don't remember now one person from my neighborhood that went and played basketball for scholarship basketball. Before I'm talking about that went and played overseas. I don't know one person. And there's there's a bunch of young boys under me that's they want to go to college they want to play ball or play football a lot right now in my neighborhood football is big you know what I'm saying so yeah how long did Juco um, not said Juco how long did uh, playing overseas last that was about four years so you played for four years I played I played so the seasons would work like um, from January to June and then from like August till December or something like that. So it was like an AC in Colombia now. This is only for Colombia or whatever. So I played my first season. I didn't get a contract my second season. I'm good though. I got bread. I played my second like that. So that's how it went. Yeah. And then my third my my third year going into like year four is when I hurt myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm up like a duck. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't even You was like, I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, like Do not that I ain't no care, more. but I wasn't <laughs> yeah, was I'm just like First of all, certain things you can't like um, tear your Achilles is like you can't predict that shit. Like you can't prepare for it. You can't. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I took years off after high school, so it wasn't like I was 22. Like I'm like 26 at this time. Like you know what I'm saying? Whereas like I'm, I'm mad happy in life. Like you feel me? My BM is happy. My mom's is happy. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? So. That was like a that was a dope that was a dope run, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. So after after your your pro season is now pro career is over and then what? Come back home. So I'm still this this whole time, this whole time, and, and I don't know how skill this whole time I got my organization, the Holy Mo organization. Okay. So that started 2008. Okay. And this is when you know what I'm saying that's my freshman year of college, you know what I'm saying. So this whole time I'm still doing that, I'm still. You know what I'm saying? Finding ways to get out. Now, even when I started getting money, I'm not rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like Moses. 
this money's gonna finish eventually. Like, you yeah. feel me? If you don't, if you don't figure out some things, and I'm doing the music, I'm doing this down the third, whatever. So I come back, I'm still doing my Holy Mo organization. Like I said, I'm like 27 at this time, so this is like year eight or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that, and then I'm like, damn, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta go get my degree. Mm. Let me go get my degree. I got some money. I could, I could pay for it myself. You know what I mean? Whereas like now I got bread. I could, I could buy, I could pay for school. Let me go back and finish school. So then I went back to school. And you got your bachelor's. And I got my bachelor's. Congratulations. That's big. That's big. So Finishing what you started. Hashtag so finish what you started. Finish what you started. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell people something. Like, there's something I definitely want to say. Um, when people be like, oh, school ain't for me. School ain't this, that, and the third. Which is understandable. It's not for everybody. But somebody that could receive a bachelor's and somebody that could receive a high school diploma means that you could you could finish what you started. You you could put in the time, put in the effort. Because I ain't gonna hold you. It was nothing easy about going back to school and not being able to play. I didn't have nothing else motivating me besides my family. I didn't have sports, which was to me like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have that. I just had my family's like, yo, you need to finish school. I had, you know what I'm saying? This not third. I had three semesters left. You know what I mean? It's like, I could do it. I already did it. You know what I'm saying? I already did all the other semesters or whatever the case may be. So, you know what I mean? I hate when I hear people say and try to downplay somebody else that, that did go to school. It's like, boy, it wasn't for you. That's cool. But don't make an excuse. But don't make an excuse. Maybe you didn't, you probably, you, you, you didn't want to put in that time. You probably wanted to go to school because I ain't going to hold you. School was the best shit ever. Like boy, getting out the neighborhood, all the girls, like let's like like yeah, we talking academics, but let's keep it a band. Like boy, you meet mad girls, you meet mad people, you meet mad people, you, you mad resources, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you learning, and you learning, you spend, and you meeting people from all these different places. And you that having that. a great time doing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you're having not only great time, you're having the time of your life doing it. Like, and it's hard at the same time, but the hard balance balances with the. The amount of people you meet and the experiences that you have. But it's stuff that I did at school that I haven't done since I left. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, bro. So it's like, let's not act like, boy, because the hood is not lit. At all. (laughs) Especially Staten Island hoods. Like, the hood is not lit, boy. It's not Staten Island. It's so small, bro. Every girl, everyone touched it. It's like, yeah, like it is what it is. How you building, you can't build no castle with these queens, man. You can't, bro. Because it's like to the fact that, yo, you just know, like, Bro, these queens, it's That's not, so and, I, and I don't even, and then on top of it, I was saying it, bro, a lot of these, a lot of dudes is creeps out here, bro. That's like, you talk to women, bro, these women are traumatized because of the men that they deal with. Like, I be feeling bad for people who have daughters and, 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 and sisters and all that because, like, bro, a lot of these men out here not men, bro. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. That's a big fact. <laughs> like I be hearing stories, bro, because you know we got the store in the harbor, so I'm be, I be in there. My mom kind of create the space, and it's like a safe haven, low key for women. So they just be coming there, and just chilling, buying stuff. I gotta K- pull up to your store too. Man. Come through, thirty two forty Richmond Terrace, Staten Island, New York. Shout out to the harbor, yeah, right, man, right on the cusp of the harbor. Black ownership, man. Yes, black sir. businesses, man. Making moves, man. Mm-hmm. You heard. So now you finished school. You came back to Staten Island. Yeah. So what made you want to come back just at this point? It's like. At this point is is what I know. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's what I know because 
like I said, I could have I could have moved anywhere, but I'm I'm back in Staten Island. And when I say what I know is, I got my organization. I'm I'm a figure, you know what I'm saying. And then like another thing was, I want the kids in my neighborhoods to see me in positions. Like, well, I could do that. Like, I want them to be able to see me not only through Instagram, not only through Facebook, because no funny every it never fit every time I walk through my hood. And I'm not like a millionaire. I don't. I'm not. You know what I'm saying. I'm not backing out rapes. Young boys is excited to see me. You know what I'm saying? Shaking my hand. Yo, and it and like they don't even realize, yo, holy mo, yo, yo, I had a game the other day. Yo, I had 12 points. Word. Yo, that's what's up, yo. Now you working. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't probably know. I probably know his moms, cause, you know what I mean? So that was important to me. Like, boy, if I didn't have nobody I could look up to, I looked up to my brother. He got 15. That's that, that was my hero. My hero got 15. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, I I want these kids to have somebody that they could look at like, boy, I don't want to be more. I want to be better than more. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope to me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm the director at the community center or whatever the case is, like, yo, boy, I could, I could, I could get a good job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he did it. I could do it. I could do bigger. You know what I'm saying? When you come to, when you come to the music, you know what I'm saying? How, how many rappers out here could say they, 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 they perform in different countries and pay for Like, you know what I'm saying? But now there's a young boy that could say, like, boy, Mo did it. I could do it. Or they could say, yo, Mo, can you pull up on me and tell me how you did it? They could, like, you have a reference. Like, you feel me? Mm. If he did this, if I was, he was on Sway in the morning. You know how I many people ask me, yo, yo, how you get on Sway, bro? How did you get on Sway? That's mad funny. How did I get on Sway? First of all, I had a couple freestyles out when I was in college, right? I seen Sway, and this is like, this is public information. This is not like, I seen Sway doing the Fire Friday ciphers. Um, I sent them. My, I sent them the same. I sent. There's an email that's on the freaking. How you call it? I sent the same email about a hundred times. Like Sway, I need to be on this show. This is this is here's my point of reference. This is how I sound on a beat. This that and the third. And I didn't even think it was gonna happen. But then it happened. That's persistence. Like being consistent too. Like you know what I'm saying. Like. So that's not that's not no secret on how I got on there. Now I'm on there. Now is what you gonna do? I'm in, I'm on sway, boy. This is airing around the world. Somebody from somebody from Egypt called in or some crazy shit like that. Where it's like this is all around the world. Boom, I'm on here. What are you gonna do? I show my ass. But it's like people think that shit is so hard. Nah, there's a there's a there's literally an email address that you could contact and say. I want to be on this show. Now, what you saying in your email and what how you how you presenting is going to determine if you get on or not. Like I said, I sent a hundred. You know what I mean? You know how many shows I sent? I did stuff like that too. Mm. Where it's like, boy, nah, just I, I want to be on this. I know my talent is good enough to be on this platform. So it's like, all right, now I'm on it. Now it's like you get an email like, hey, holy mo, we want you to come back. Now I didn't have to send no. I ain't, I ain't. The second time I went, I ain't send no email. They hit me up like, yo, holy mo, a lot of people like your episode. Come back up. All right, no doubt. When? Next week. You free? Yeah, I'm free. let's do it. People would think it's so hard to do these things. You just got to take the first step. You got to believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, for me, coming back to Staten Island was people from my neighborhood, from other neighborhoods on the borough, like somebody they could look at and be like, oh, all right, Mo did that. I could do it. I could do I could do better. 
I'm better than Mo. I'm better than Mo. Mo. You know how many kids say, like your boy, Mo, I'm better than you. Like, is that is that the situation? Is that how uh, the um, Ricky that was a big mistake, Reggie? Reggie. 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 <laughs> All right, so let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the backdrop on this, right? Man, a thousand dollar game, bro. Let me tell you the backdrop on this. I do Scary Allen. Yep. Which is one of the top five best events on Staten Island history. I would say for me, it's probably one of my top twos. Nah, it's, it's, it's a dope concept. Listen, it was it was so amazing. It's never been done on Staten Island at all. And first of all, I do the Holy Mo Basketball Classic that brings all the neighborhoods together. You know what I'm saying? So that that element was not a shocker to me. But to some people, it's like, boy, you gonna have Park Hill, Stapleton, New Brighton, Harbor dudes all in the. Nah, I believe in my people. We 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 gonna be all right. Like you know what I'm saying? I understand what can happen. I understand. I'm not oblivious to it. I understand what could happen. What the the things that could go wrong. Well, I'm, I'm my percentages are really good right now. You know what I'm saying? From not being afraid, from taking all the proper protocols, from having that respect within the community. So boom. So that element was not a surprise to me. I have everybody come out, but I do that event, and then a kid from my neighborhood. This is a kid probably like five years younger than me. Grew up. Yo, Mo, can I come and work out with you? Yo, Mo, can I play ball with you? Yo, Mo, how you go? Mind you, I'm I'm retired now. I don't I don't play ball seriously. I'm retired. I put together the events for people. Like, you know what I mean? There's a kid that I live like, yo, boy, dribble with your right hand, dribble with your left hand. When I'm when you gotta think, when I'm 16, he's 11. Yo, Mo, can I play ball with you? Yes, you could play ball with me. When I say celebrity, like, yo, boy, in my neighborhood, it was even, you know what I mean? It was big. So yeah. all the little kids, all the younger kids. They want to work out with me. They want to do what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I have like 10, 15 kids all working out. Like, yo, y'all just do what I do. I'm not a trainer. If you could keep up, cool. If can't, cool. You know, that's how I was on it as a kid. But anyway, so there's a kid I've seen grow up. I've seen. So he's an eyeball player. He hits me up and say, yo, Mo, I want to be part of Scary Island too. I say, okay, I'm going to get you a matchup. You from my neighborhood. I'm. You want to be part of my event? I'm not even going to ask no questions. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get it. you a matchup. Don't worry about it. I'm going to let you know who you're going to play. I throw a name out to him. Um, He hits me back and say, I want to play against you. I'm like, <laughs> I have the text messages. And I'm like, why you want to play against me? I'm retired. You don't see me out there playing. I'm not calling people out. Why you want to play against me? One, you got the name. And I and and I feel like if I, if I beat you, I'm going to get that popularity so he really wanted the clout no he wanted the clout like I want people to respect my my basketball game on Staten Island I'm like is that your main goal he says yeah I'm like I'm not playing he was like $500 I'll play you for $500 more I'm like should I take it should I not $500 what is that gonna do for me that ain't gonna do nothing for me like say $5,000 and I'll be like I know he probably don't got $5,000 not to Talk about his bank account or whatever the case is. Well, he really do, but so I'm like, make it a thousand dollars because I'm thinking if I say this, he gonna be like, nah, all right, whatever, it's clip. Mo, I don't want to play <laughs> it's clip. for a thousand. I'm like, yo, make it a thousand dollars, and I'll play you. He's like, give me a second. I'm like, all right. He texts me back five minutes later. He shows me like he has like four thousand dollars on his lap or thirty five hundred, let's say, around that much. He's like, let's do it. Set the date. It's lit. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. I'm like, all right. He said, can I tell people? I'm like, yeah, I'll tell people. I- I'll tell people too. Don't worry. I said, now you want the, you want people to know that you, you, you go, you want the fame, you want the popularity, you want the clout. All right, cool. I'm gonna play you. 
boom, everybody, yo, Mo playing Reggie. Yo, what's Mo playing for a thousand dollars? Yo, people in my people in my neighborhood is telling me, yo, Mo, young boy really he stepped his shit up. Chill. Yo, Mo. Yo, you 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 getting older now, bro. You know what I mean? Don't get what I'm like. A thousand dollars change anything. It takes a clock back I for some yo, people. I say, I say, give me like three weeks. Give me a couple weeks. Let me just get in the gym run. Now he, this kid got me playing in the tournaments out here. I'm playing. I'm trying to get my win. I'm like, now I'm, my name is my name. Like literally, my name is really my name. Hmm. Like, you can't go tarnishing my name. I, 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 my brand is everything to me. So I'm like, let me get in a little shape. So now time to play. I'm like, yeah, boy. First of all, Holy Mo TV. Um, subscribe to my channel. I've been dropping little contents here and there. So I, I record myself practicing, getting prepared for the game. And I tell them, like, there's going to be a camera at the game. Don't worry. You want the clout? Cool. I'm going to shot you out on Instagram. I'm going to do all of this. <laughs> Facebook, everything. Boy, he's getting his followers up. He's happy. Like, before the game, it's like, yo, mo, people really follow people really interesting. When I say this shit was so one-sided, it was like 21 to 9. God damn. But check this out. Before the game, I say, put an extra 500 on it that you you don't score more than 15. He's like, bet. All right, cool. So I just took 1,500 from him. 21 to 9. It wasn't even close. And I was so in my bag where I'm like, I, this game can't even be close just for the respect factor. Like, I don't want it to be close. I don't want it to be a good game. You know what I mean? If he was one of the top bowlers out here, I would have been like, all right, good game with a young bull. You know what I mean? But, nah, you know we want one of the top bowlers out here. You want to play me? I took his bread. People like, Mo, that's bullying. I'm like, nah, he going to learn his lesson. He didn't learn his lesson. He said he want to play me for 4000 now. I'm like, I feel bad, but it's like. I don't think you should do it. I don't want to do it. I don't think you should do it. I don't want to do it because I, I think, think something's really mentally wrong. Yeah, nah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, boy, I don't know what you're doing for this bread, but why are you willing to waste it? You know what I'm saying? And I was trying to teach a lesson. I wasn't doing it to really, I wanted to really teach a lesson like, like, boy, you you gotta know yourself. Know, like, you know what I'm saying? Pick your battles. You know what I'm saying? Money don't come easy. Like, well, I said I gave I gave the money to my moms. I didn't even boy, somebody would have been flexed. It was fifteen hundred dollars. I could have I could've People don't make that in two weeks. Yeah, like you understand what I'm saying? So it's like I could have been on the gram and boy, all all I did was during the game, the score was 16 to 8 or 9. I said, Reggie, this was a bad idea because there's no, it's no getting out of it now. The score is 16 to 9. You know how this is going. 17 to 9. I say, Reggie, this was a bad idea, Reggie. 18 to 9. <laughs> Nine, boy, and, and, and on the gram is so good because you see me scoring consecutive points. I'm like, yeah, by this time, I'm in my groove now. You know you can't do nothing with me. So I'm like, it's a bad freaking idea, Reggie. Now, now I'ma post this clip. I'ma tag you. So people, everybody know who he is now. You know who he is. I, I, I didn't know it. who he was. I, I, no, I didn't. I did not. You know You're who right. he was. Like, so so I said, I'ma You're post right. this clip. Well, I didn't tell him, but I posted the clip, tagged him. Everybody's laughing. He pulled up to the Holy Mo. Reggie was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. Yeah, now you're going to get followers. Now I'm going to put you on a shirt. You wanted the clout? This is the clout Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you all the clout now. You getting this. But it's just like, you know what I'm saying? But I respect it. I respect, you know, the confidence. I like when young boys from my neighborhood. But I, I like when, like, the 13-year-olds, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you're 26, 27, it's like, well, your basketball career is kind of over. 
You you not nowhere. You just playing in. You know what I mean? But when you playing for your health at this point. Yeah, you just playing just for wreck. You know what I'm saying? You're not a basketball player. You're not a going to the. You're not going nowhere. But if a 14 year old say it, it's like he know he know. Damn, Holy Mo broke the record at Nudo. He Holy Mo top five in scoring all mm-hmm. time. If he's saying he better than that, then it's like, boy, you must be putting in the work in. So you have a point of reference. If Holy Mo, you could literally go and say Holy Mo averaged two points a game his soft his freshman year. He averaged 15 points a game his sophomore year. He averaged 21 points. You could really go and look at the papers and say he played 26 games his junior year. He averaged 20 whatever amount of points. And you could now you know the blueprint to follow to pass my points. It's not easy, but it's out there for you. I didn't have nobody to say, yeah, I, my brother did this his junior year. So now I'm going to do this and I'll do him. You know what I'm saying? Imagine I had that. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, yo, boy from the neighborhood. Yeah, he was nice back in the day. You know how they be like, yo, the old, yeah, the old head be talking about. So now I'm the older, I'm the OG. Where it's like, yeah, I heard Mo was nice. I already did this. So I'm going to do this. That's important to me. I didn't have that. I didn't have somebody to be like, yeah. The person that was the best basketball player that I knew that I could watch and watch them practice was my brother. He got 15. It's like, I had nobody say, yo, I had the same coach my brother had. Like, yo, how much points he averaged his senior year? Yeah, your brother averaged 28 points. I'm average 35. I ain't had that. I, everything I did was the first time it ever happened. I broke the record. The person that had the record, he was like 70 at the time. Or whatever. Oh, he was a old white old dude. white guy from the You know what I'm saying? Area. He wasn't from the hood. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they wasn't even playing ball the way we ball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, but... That's how that whole Reggie thing. Shout out to my boy Reggie. <laughs> you know the vibes, man. So he paid it up. He paid up the bread. Oh yeah, yeah. The bread, the bread, money on the wood. Oh, the game ain't good. Come on, you know the rules. Money knowing. before. Let's, let's you know, put the but money you know a lot of niggas be just no, 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 talking. We, we not, man. Yeah, no, no, no. We not gonna play. We we gonna have our money down. We gonna give it to a third party that we both respect. Listen, boom, boom, boom. Let's go. Yeah, he paid. The money was good. <laughs> so scary island. I'm not gonna lie. That concept is is golden. Okay. Um, and I think we spoke about it briefly. I said there's a lot of potential in it. Mm-hmm. Being able to tap into different hoods, different markets, and just getting the right people involved. Yeah. What made you want to do it? Scary Island. So right now, right now, Scary Island. First of all, let me give shout outs to For the Kill. You know what I'm saying? It's big and one on one. It's some tournament called For the Kill. It's in Brooklyn. It's lit, or whatever the case is. Then you also had the Red Bull. Um, Red Bull had a show on MTV. You also had these two dudes from Harlem. I forgot, but I remember Cam posting it. This was like a couple summers ago. Like it was a big dude. One went to Villanova. One went to like St. John's. It was a big. So like one on one basketball in New York is like a thing. It's a real thing. Like boy, mano y mano. Because it's not like the. It's not like a game. You could be somebody in a one on one and not be better than them in a real game. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? So in New York. We like that, like you know what I'm saying. I'm just like the Holy Mo organization. It says promoting peace through basketball. You know what I'm saying. So now I'm like, okay, this is what people like. Let let me let me put this together. I go on Facebook. I take the I take the top guys from style. I don't ask nobody. I don't talk to nobody. I don't consult with anybody. I just go to the top guys that I would want to see play against each other. I put their picture next to each other. And I throw it on Facebook. Who y'all think will win this game? Who y'all think will win? I do like six matchups. Facebook goes crazy. When I say my, that's probably like the most comments I ever had. Like, it was at like 800 comments. 
people just going back and forth, back and forth for like the whole day. For I'm talking about in 24 hours, 800 comments, everybody talking trash. They do, you know, they having fun. Yeah, with of course, it. of course. Now I'm a businessman. I'm like, okay, this, like all this traction. I I DM all of them like, yo, listen, if y'all really want to be a part of it, let me know. The people that say yeah, cool. The people that didn't reply or said now nah, I'm good, cool. I'm not forcing nobody. Put it together, promote it the hell out of it. How about I started promoting in like March, but it was supposed to be in the top of May. So yeah, like or a little bit of a month. Yeah, a little over a month and no, a half. No, I had it was supposed to be at like April or something like that. Gave myself a month. Dudes was like, yo, we can't make it. We can't make it. I pushed it to June. So now I got way more time. I'm selling tickets. I'm promoting this thing every day. And it's like, I'm not tripping. I'm not, you know, I'm selling a ticket here, a ticket there. Probably like uh, a, a month a month before the event, I probably sold like 80 tickets. Okay. So I'm like, all right. It's calm. Event, probably sold 20 tickets. I'm like, all right, 100 people. I'm knowing black people. They, they showing up the day of. Or two days before the event, they going to be hitting me. So I ain't tripping, but then. Literally two days before the event, it's like my event bright just starts booming. People coming to me for tickets. People asking the players for tickets. And like the whole city is just talking. Everybody. To people in Brooklyn and they just like, yo, we pulling up. We want to see what it's hitting for. Everybody talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, it's really going up right now. <laughs> like, it's really going up. Yo, my man Don said, Don's like, hey, Don, Don's Raekwon, little brother. Mm-hmm. He was like, Yo, boy, Ray asked me about this Scary Island shit. I'm like, boy, it's going up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so basically through the through the you know what I'm saying everybody talking, self promoting, promoting word of mouth, it just went up. I had I have five matches matchups, great environment. I have VIP chairs for the. You know and you had saying? the food too. I had the food from Doris Mona Cuisine. Got to give her a plug. Big up. You know what I'm saying? I had. Music DJ by DJ Full. Shout out to my you know client. What I'm saying? I had a booming staff. I had security. I had this, that. I had just a great environment. And at the end of the day, out here especially, people would do anything to be in a great environment. Where's girls, guys, no fighting. Maybe the tensions may be a little high. That's but not, that's basketball. That's basketball. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the tensions is going to be high. But if that respect, you know what I'm saying? I had one kid that almost. Wanted to fight. I don't know if you was there in the beginning. No, I wasn't able to make it. I was. I was handling Did you see my stuff the footage the of that game. Um. So I watched. I watched a couple games. I watched the Bluchi and um. Uh, isn't it black man? Staying black. Staying black. That's a black man. <laughs> That's on my head. But yeah, I watched that game. That was crazy. Cause I really thought Bluchi was gonna smack him. Because mm-hmm. Bluchi was another official. Thing. People had predictions. A lot of people was wrong. A lot of people was right. The day they don't say game. you didn't. When I say when I ask if you seen that game, because I never put that. I never put no pictures out from that game. Mm. I never put the audio, the video out from that game. That game did not exist because if you try to destroy something that I'm building, you can no longer be a part of what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just that's just bottom line. Like, we are really promoting peace. We're, I'm 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 giving you a platform to showcase your talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, either you're gonna step up to the plate, be a man if you're losing or whatever, or you can't be a part of this. And that's how I've been moving, moving with respect. Not a gangster. Not, but the gangsters respect me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you, you got to be a fool to be like, yo, this dude doing positive in the neighborhood. I don't like him. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like, that's just how it is. A funny story talking about the gangsters. Trishan brothers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Notorious. They, they, right now, they just got sent to life not to talk about any negativity, but they from my neighborhood. And yeah, one of the holy mo after it, they came to me like, yo, mo, yo, what's up, mind you, I'm a young boy. They like, yo, mo, you had the tournament in the hood? I'm like, yeah. They like, why ain't let us know? Yeah, I don't play basketball. Yeah, I never seen Jai at the park. They like, yeah, would you have everybody come to the neighborhood? We want to make sure it goes well. Like, hmm. we want to make sure, like, we ain't know the neighborhood was going to be lit. Like, you let us know. So now we helping you as far as, like, give us a security shirt. We making sure everything is cool, calm, and collective. Like, you know what I mean? Cause you can't do that by yourself. And I'm like, first I'm thinking, like, yo, that's, I don't know if I want your energy at the park. But it's like, boy, we coming with mad love. We coming to make sure, yes, you know what I mean? We we know the bad guys. We know the good guys. We We making sure, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need that presence in our neighborhood. You need them that 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 rapport, that respect. And like I built that over the years, bro. I really did. Like, whereas like, boy, if you you gotta think if 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 a kid in my and this is mad funny, a kid in my neighborhood told me, he said, Yo, Mo, whenever I stay out late, I tell my moms I'm with you. And I'm like, boy, what? He's like, Yeah, if it's after eight, eight thirty, I'll be like, Mom, I'm coming, I'm with I'm with Holy Mo. I said, but you don't be with me. He's like, yeah, but if my mom's knowing with you, she know I ain't getting in no trouble, so I'll be all right. I'm like, yeah, I got to talk to your moms. But that blew my mind. Like, if I say I'm with Holy Mo, my moms know I'm straight. Holy Mo going to make sure I'm good. We doing something positive, this, that, and third. And I'm like, yeah, don't say that unless you're really with me. But that was his mind state. Like, when I'm with Holy if my mother thinks I'm with Holy Mo, then, or my father I'm saying, and that's the type of respect I got in my neighborhood. Like, it's parents. Like, yo, holy mo, um, you train my son. You could get him into this program. Yo, holy mo, my son about to go to college now. What you think about this school? What you think about that? So if if I if I didn't move back to Staten Island, how you have to hit me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm the worst when it comes to replying. I'm more face to face. Yeah, let's do it. I like when people inbox me and then pull up on me. Like, inbox me, and when I write you back. Take what I said, cause I might not revisit that inbox. <laughs> like, let's be, if I gave you my number, I gave you my email. Send it to me, or if I say, "Yo, listen, I'm at the Carter Center. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. You know what I mean? Let's talk. Let's let's build. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like we doing today? Cause I I'm not gonna say it if I don't mean it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just so much going on online. I just I'm not the my phone been here. I ain't I ain't check my I ain't check my joint since we been here. We been here two hours or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. We we good, we chilling. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, man, we re- I, this has been a great, great episode. Look, I'm man, definitely gonna put this on uh my motivational Mondays. Okay. Um we trying to really do a great rollout. This is like episode I wanna say like a hundred and something. Listen, but that's nothing a blessing. Is out. Nothing's out right now. So that's a blessing. Yeah, so we it, just, it could be episode one. Yeah. <laughs> we don't and that's the beauty of this you know thing. And and you dropped a lot of gems. You know um I mean? when is Scary Island two uh actually before we get to Scary Island two, what was um some of your predictions that you were like, yo, they gonna win, they gonna win, they gonna win, and they completely like did not win? I I'm a, I'm I'm gonna just do one game. My little bro J O, he's from Park Hill. Mm-hmm. Right now he's probably the best player in Park Hill. That's my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Best player coming up. Let's play for a little while now. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's talented. And then they got a kid from my era named John Myers or whatever. And and it was like, 
Youth, J.O.'s like 26. Yeah, J.O. went to Curtis, right? Yeah. Yeah, he my was is, is my age, so it's like, I'm, I'm, I, I was going to put the bank on J.O. J.O.'s my young, but that's lit. when I say the kids used to come and practice with me, J.O.'s from that cloth, like, your holy mo, can I work out with you? Yeah, young boy, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Your holy mo. Yo, can I come to the games with you? Yeah. So now he's older. He's in his glory. I had him winning that game easy. I'm like, he gonna win. Or for pure deter- and then he he got he he didn't win. He dis- he not say he disappointed me, but a lot of people was disappointed. Cause I knew who he was playing against. He's tough. He's still tough. But I didn't think he was gonna win the in the fashion that he won too. Pretty handily. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was like the one game where it was like, oh no. And mind you, I'm commentating. I'm on the mic. I'm you know what I'm saying? You gassing it up. But I start getting quiet. Like as the game is going on, because a little bit of my personal got into like this is my little brother losing right now. Like I want to, I want to get on the court and help him right now. And it's like I can't. It's can't scary, Allen. Like you, you feel me? It's getting it. scary on the alley. You already know the vibe. Sheesh. And I got a shirt for you, my good brother. Before you leave, it's scary, Allen shirt. I need one. I, and I told you this. I want to be a part of it. Listen, I man. don't know what you need. I don't know if you need reporters. I don't know if you need another. Broadcast. I don't know if you need just help with the event, but let me know. Like, nah, that's what I think. We need to have a setup. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the we could we could do the we could have do the PR. Broadcast. You could do the PR. We could do the build up like you having the two people talking basketball. Yeah. We could do all of the media stuff. Let's like all it. that needs to be done because you know what? This thing that it needs to be documented. Everything. That's why I be having the cameraman pull up, not because I I want to I don't I want when I get older I want to have a sign of reference like boy this is what we used to do, this is what this is what I used to do. Hey, look you can see the pictures, you can see the boy it's kids like like my son Gus mm-hmm. Gus Edwards he's in the NFL right now. Yeah, Ravens. Gus can tell you about being 11 years old at the Holy Mo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like I could tell you like boy I was 11, 12. I remember going to the games. I remember yo that was dope. And now I'm, I'm I'm 20 years old. I'm in the NFL. What you think he gonna do? He he has to give back to his neighborhood. Oh yeah, and you gotta think about there could be a scary island in football too. You get the best receiver and the best corner out here. Let's see what's up. Yeah, like like so so it's like saying I'm like, boy, now you made it. You know what I'm saying? Now he's 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 starting his camp next year. He was at the um, elite flight camp. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like. If you ain't have nobody to do it, how how you gonna know? That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? How you gonna know to do it? How you gonna think it's possible? How you gonna now it's like boy. So And there's a lot of greatness on our because cause let's take it let's take it a step further. Cause I, I know, you know, it's getting late and I definitely know you have to be up early and I you know. But um just talking about that, bro, like there really isn't a lot of people on Staten Island that has like that that could really be a reference. Right. Like I know I talked to a lot of the young dudes out here that I do music. They're like, "Yo, Wu Tang was dope, but what has Wu Tang really done for us?" Mm-hmm. Like everybody on the island, whack. Right. Everybody on the island don't Nobody got bars. Make it. You feel me? Or all like, of them niggas that want us to lose, they watch and never remove. I see my dog all on the news. It's hard to win when you follow the rules. I was the one giving back to the hood, Nick. I don't got nothing to lose, but let's see the kick, nigga, walk in my shoes. How cold it and nice, and that's word of my jewels. Free all my niggas that stuck in the pen. Went out in Paris, then did it again. I want to see all of my niggas win. Pour out my heart when I'm using this pen. Wanted a friend, turned to a foe. Needed a wife, she was a hoe. 
<laughs> niggas switch up when this shit getting slow. You gotta watch who you calling your bros. Niggas said respected by the gangsters. I get embraced by the thugs. And don't tell me how you had it lit, nigga. I don't care who niggas was. Uh, oh, you mad that I'm getting this love, huh? And you wishing that it wasn't us, huh? And you hate to see us run it up, huh? Had your chance, then you fucked it up, huh? But I'm here now. Every stage that I touch, I'ma tear down. All these niggas that's with me don't stand down. And I'm hoping that you understand now. If I get a beat, that's a man down. If I get a bag, put my man down. If I get a word, that's a man down, nigga. You know the plans now, nigga. Uh, said patience is a virtue. Try rushing there and murk you. I'm on this independent wave. But my grind universal. Can't let squares in my circle. Try rushing there, hurt you. Man, this shit getting hurtful. Let me go in like curfews. You know the vibes, nigga. Get to the money, then put it aside, nigga. Only real ones that I know that'll ride, nigga. Gonna be standing beside, niggas. When it's our time to shine, nigga. You had to put in the time, nigga. And be careful these bitches you cuffing, cause right here these hoes really lying, niggas. I gotta win like I don't got a choice. Feel like my borough with don't got a voice. Ever since my little brother got shot, it's been hard for me to go and rejoice, nigga. All these wins that I'm getting. Feel like Mike, no pippin'. Wait till Bill starts spitting. That's when niggas gonna listen, and if not, they gonna have to. I don't wanna battle. Bunch of crabs in a barrel. Catch a hatin' nigga slipping at the light and do him like he cussing Harold. Damn. You know the vibes, nigga. Stop playing, man. <laughs> You know the vibes, man. Come on, man. And the LP about to drop. Stop playing. You know the vibes, man. Man, listen. And I say that, and I did that, and I did that just to say, not to say I got bars, but to say everything I spoke about, I put it in my music. Mm-hmm. Patience is a virtue. Try rushing them. Everything is like, this is who I am. I, I only speak my truth. I, I, you know what I mean? I do what I do, and I, and I really, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I get it. It is what it is, man. <laughs> if people want to follow you, get in tune with you, how can they do it? It just got to be open their eyes. Hashtag holy mo. At the holy one. D-A-H-O-L-Y number one. On Twitter, put up underscore. But just go to YouTube, holy mo me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cross the Verrazano Bridge. Ask anybody if they know holy mo. Cross the Gothos onto Staten Island. You know Holy Mo, and you'll be able to find me. You know what I'm saying? Google search me. I hate that. Google me. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard that, I was so amazed. Like, Google you? Seriously? He's like, yeah, Google. Like, you showing your age, Holy? <laughs> Google me. <laughs> you yeah. showing your age? Nigga said, Google me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's like the new chat. Like, you feel me? But you know, it ain't hard, man. Like I said, the people that want to know is gonna they're gonna find you, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could tell you all my social media platforms, but it's holy mo. Mm-hmm. You'll find me. No hundred. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. You'll find me if you really, if you, you know what I'm saying? You want to get in tune. And that's just it is what it is, man. Anything else? You want any lasting remarks? Uh, anything you want to tell um, tell the people who may be listening? Anything else you want to add? Yes. I love my son. I love my daughter. I love my baby moms, even though we ain't together. You know what I'm saying? I love my mama. I love my family. I love my friends. I do this for the people that, you know what I'm saying, sometimes feel like things can't happen. Anything can happen. You put your mind to it. You grind. You see what I'm saying? Shout out to all my LIB people, NIG, Ghanaians, mm-hmm. everybody, West Africa, North, North South, Africa, Fox. all that. You feel me? Um, Park Hill, Stapleton, New Brighton, the harbor. You know the vibes, man. It's big holy, man. I talk my shit, but I mean everything I say. That's a fact. That's about it. 
Well, y'all know the face, y'all know the name, man. Y'all know talk to me nice, don't talk to me at all. Y'all are tuned into talking cheap pockets. I told you this is the greatest podcast in the world. They don't believe me. I don't know why they don't believe me, but now they have to. And like I said, you tuned into talking cheap, and y'all know it's usually not that deep. It's a vibe.